You'll be pleased to know everyone that today's reading is really easy to find. It's in Exodus. Second book. Ask me why I think that's the third easiest book of the Bible to find later if you're curious. Exodus 13, verse 17 to 22. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though it was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt, ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, because Joseph had made the Israelites swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. After leaving Sukkoth, they camped at Ethan on the edge of the desert. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night, in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. One thing I failed to say before is that we have got uh, Cape and Ray students coming this coming Saturday. There's uh, a dozen of them, Shell? Ten. There's ten coming. And if there is someone here that would say, yes, we could accommodate some Cape and Ray students in our home for about four or five nights, more, a week, um, then we would love you just to get to Sheldon and just say, yeah, we could, we could take someone, uh, one of those Cape and Ray students. Let me pray and we're going to look, uh, just spend some time. What are you saying, Nick? Uh, so Nick would like me to mention intellect as well. Uh, intellect, uh, this coming, uh, no, Saturday, the th Friday, the 17th of May, um, Graham McLean, he is a, uh, has been a lecturer in philosophy at uh, Charles Sturt University. He's going to be talking on the subject of do the heavens declare the glory of God? Do the, does the physical order of the universe declare the glory of God? Uh, that's the, the, the nature of his subject because many say that uh, science disproves God but he's saying actually the physical order of the universe declares the glory of God. So uh, that's on Friday the 17th. Let me pray and we're going to look at Gen uh, Exodus. Yeah, Father in heaven, uh, we're praying to you, great King. We're praying to you, Lord Almighty God. And we're asking, Lord, that you would shine now uh, in our hearts, uh, that we might know what it is to tremble before you that we might know what it is to trust you and believe in you, that we might know your love, your grace, your goodness to us. Yeah, show us again, oh God, we need your light. Yeah, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, what I'd like to do is spend just a few minutes with you as, uh, as we come to the end of our service, really, but 
we're going to, in this precious time, look at that pillar of cloud and that pillar of fire that we find in the book of, of Exodus. You might remember that the way the book of Exodus starts is that it feels like God is a long, long way away. <laughs> the, the people are in slavery. They are in misery. And they are saying, God, where are you? God seems like he's totally forgotten them. But then God raises up someone. He's called, he's called Moses. And Moses is to go to Pharaoh and to say to Pharaoh, God says, let my people go that they might, they might worship me. And after great opposition and clashing, um, the people do uh, escape after ten plagues. The way it happens is that when the Israelites put blood on their doorposts, the angel of death comes but passes over every Israelite household so that they do not lose their firstborn son. And the Israelites escape and the escape is uh, Egypt. And we join the story here in Exodus 13 um, when it says, Then Pharaoh let the people, when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country though that was shorter, for God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. God led the people around by the desert road towards the Red Sea. And the Israelites went up out of Egypt, ready for battle. God knew these people were just not ready for war. They had been slaves for 400 years. The Philistines were a marching, uh, a, a, a military machine. They were, they were a fighting machine. But these poor little Israelites, they weren't ready for that. And so instead of taking them the short way, God takes them the long way. Through the desert, towards the Red Sea. I love the fact that Moses took the bones of Joseph with them. Because uh, Joseph had 400 years before led this little family that had become the nation of Israel, led them to Egypt, and he said, I want you to know that God will surely come to your aid. I love that phrase. I love that phrase. God will surely come to your aid. And then you must carry up my bones with you from this place. And so they had waited 400 years <laughs> I mean, that is patience. That is patience. But then as a testimony to the faithfulness of God, here they are, Moses and the people, carrying the bones of, of Joseph as testimony to the faithfulness of God. <laughs> and then we read in verse 20, chapter 13, After leaving Succoth, they camped at Etham on the edge of the desert. On the edge of the desert. Do you know right now they've, they've escaped Egypt but they haven't crossed the Red Sea yet. They're still in danger. They're, they're in this halfway place. And they camp at the edge of the desert, right on the edge. And it says, By that day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way. And by night a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud nor the 
by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. So I'm just imagining with you, I'm just trying to get this in my, my head, a pillar, a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire by night. Just this massive, massive pillar of majesty and of power. And it was so that they could travel. It's a visible picture, a visible symbol of the very presence of God going with this people. And I've been to bushfires in the past. Um, sometimes there's a tree, big tree, and it's smoking, and it's all smoke, and you're pouring water on it. You think it's all smoke. At night comes, and you go back to that tree, and it's actually a, a flame of... It, all the coals are just sort of glowing in the dark, and you realise that this same tree that looks like smoke in the day is actually glowing coals at night. And it somehow... This pillar of fire, this pillar that God gives is a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. This, I don't know whether you've ever been with someone after they've been in prison for a few years and then they get out of prison and they're, in lots of ways, the world has changed. They're very, very vulnerable. The very, these people have been in prison for 400 years and they've never been out anywhere. They don't know the way of the world. They don't know that which way to go or, or how things work. They're very, very vulnerable. But they've got this pillar of cloud and this pillar of fire to go with them. Unmatched power. The Lord rescuing and protecting his people. And then if you flip over to the next chapter in Exodus 14, when they're actually crossing the Red Sea, listen to what it says. Then the angel of God, who has been travelling in front of Israel's army, the angel of God that had been travelling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other, so neither went near one another all night, night long. And by the end of Exodus, right at the end of Exodus, this is what we read, the very last verses of Exodus. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Because by then Moses had built this tabernacle, this tent. And this glory comes down, the glory of the Lord, this cloud comes down. And Moses could not enter the tent of the meeting because the cloud had settled on it. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And listen, in all the travels of the Israelites, wherever the cloud lifted above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they would not set out and until the day it lifted. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day and the fire was in the cloud by night and inside of all the Israelites during their travel. It was in sight of all the Israelites during their travel. The way that Exodus started is with people just feeling God is gone. He's forgotten us. He's not here. We're in slavery and misery. That's the way it starts. At the end, God is in the midst in tremendous power. He's presencing himself. 
right in the midst. What is this pillar of fire and pillar of cloud got to do with us this morning? Number one, what is what is this pillar? Did you notice that in Exodus 14, it talks about the angel of the Lord. It equates this pillar of cloud, this pillar of fire, as the angel of the Lord. But if you look in Exodus 20, straight after the Ten Commandments are given, it talks about Moses going to the cloud where God was, the very presence of God. And why did God give them this this pillar? And the answer is clearly in the text. One is, is to guide them, to guide this little people, massive people really, but they are fragile and vulnerable. Up till now, Moses sort of pretty much knew the way, but now here they are on the edge of a wilderness, right on the edge. Can you imagine that? just on the edge of a wilderness and you're just about to go in. You're just about to go in to this desert and you don't know the way. There's no road, there's no track made, there's no signposts, there's no landmarks, <laughs> there's nothing. And, and you're on your way to a, to a destination and you don't know the way. You're lost. But God has given them this guide, this infinitely wise guide, this pillar of cloud and this pillar of fire to guide them. All they need to do is stay with this great picture of majesty and they will know the way. The second thing is protection because they are vulnerable, vulnerable from attack from other nations, from other armies. But because, can you imagine having this massive, you would not fear a thing. You would not fear a thing. This pillar of cloud, this pillar of fire, you are fine no matter what comes your way. God is with you. Do not fear. Do not fear getting lost. Do not fear getting attacked. Do not fear the darkness. Nothing can make you afraid because you've got this pillar of cloud and a fire. It's a a living presence of God. The very living presence of of God is with them. And it does, did you notice uh, several times it says it would not depart? (laughs) Did not depart. Do you know this pillar of cloud, if you read the Bible through, this pillar of cloud, this pillar of fire did not depart from the Israelites right until they got right to the edge of the promised land. Didn't leave them. It didn't matter whether they grumbled against the Lord, it did not leave them. It did not mean that if, it did not, when when they thought that, oh, we know the way now, we'll be fine, it did not leave them. It stayed with them right until the cusp of entering the land. And years later, Nehemiah was able to say, like centuries later, Nehemiah was able to say these words. Because of your great compassion, you did not abandon them in the wilderness. By day, the pillar of cloud did not fail to guide them on their path, nor the pillar of fire by night to shine on the way they were to take. This was authority. This was a divine authority. It was totally different for us from us saying, oh, let's just go for a bit of an adventure. 
let's go and have a look at this and a look at that and let's go on adventure. It wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't us making up our own minds that we'd like to see this thing or that thing and go for a little bit of a... It wasn't that. It was a divine authority ruling <laughs> with great power and it was his mission and we're under his mission. <laughs> we're under his authority. We're just going wherever he goes. When it lifts, we go. When it doesn't lift, we stay. We're... He is the king. He's the ruler. It's this massive authority. So what can this account in in Exodus, in the Old Testament, teach us today in 2019? And the first thing I want us to know is that we have been brought into this story amazingly. What do I mean? Do you know if, if someone came to those Israelites, maybe you came, you, maybe you imagine yourself, you're a foreigner, and you go up to those Israelites in that time, and you said to the Israelites, who are you? Who, who are you? Do you know they, they might well answer, we're a people on a journey. We've been released from slavery by the blood of the Lamb and we're on our way through the wilderness to a promised land with the powerful presence of God going with us. That's who we are. Christian, who are you? Who are you? We are a people... On a journey. We've been set free by the blood of the Lamb from sin and darkness. And we're on our way through a wilderness of this world and we're going to our true home. This is not our home. This is, I hope this is not your home. This is not our home. We're on a journey and we're on our way to our true home. The Lord knows our way through. We're on a journey to a new heavens and a new earth. Do you know this pillar of fire is ours also? It's talked about as the angel of the Lord and even the Lord himself. But listen to what John chapter 1 verse 14 says. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father full of grace and truth. When it says, it's talking about Jesus. The word became flesh, it became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. That word dwelling in Greek says he tabernacled. He tabernacled. He came to the tent. He tabernacled amongst us. What is it saying? It's saying that same pillar of cloud and of fire that came and dwelt in the temple and was the very presence of God in amongst the people. Now Jesus has come as the true cloud of the presence, the true pillar of fire, and he's tabernacling. He's dwelling amongst us in flesh. He's with us. 
for this, for us to see this, the mass, the, the the majesty and the power of this pillar of fire of Christ, we need eyes of faith. You will not see it. You can't see. It. They saw it with physical eyes. We will not see the majesty of Christ. We will not fall down. We will not feel secure and know him unless we've got eyes of faith to see him. A greater and more powerful pillar than was in the Old Testament is Christ himself. Do you know we are travellers? Each one of us are travellers. Jesus says to the believers, I am going to prepare a place for you. You're on a journey. Each one of us are on a journey. This is not our home. We're on a journey. We've got a destination. One way of saying it is that in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve sinned, they were thrown out. And do you remember what was put there so they couldn't come back? There were swords. There were swords. How do we get back to our true home? How do we get back to our true home? We need someone to go under the sword. And Christ on the cross has gone under the swords so that we can go back. We're on our journey back home. And this world, it can be very, very painful. There's people here this morning, you're in great pain. You're in great difficulty. You're easy to get lost and to wander off here, there. And w- but, but we are on a journey There will come a day when we're not here anymore. There will come a day when we're all gathered around that throne, those who have trusted in Christ. And he is our living presence. Do you remember? We've read it already once this morning. In Matthew 28, Jesus came to them and said to them, to the disciples, all authority, oh wow, in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All authority in heaven, over all the angels, over all the hosts of angels, and over all the demons, and over everything on earth. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I am with you. I'll never leave you. Like the pillar of fire will never, ever leave you until the end of the age, until you come to the edge of Canaan, until you come to the promised land. Brothers and sisters, it is a precious thing to be on a journey. Not This is just a journey. On the day of Pentecost, there was a sound of a rushing and mighty wind. And tongues of fire came and rested on the believers. A fire now coming and resting on us, making us a flame, making us a flame for the glory of Christ and for the spread of his name. You see, The Israelites were on a mission and it was not their initiative. It wasn't their idea. John and Sally are on 
a mission. It's not their idea. It is they're under the authority of the king of glory. And each one of us are on a mission. We're under authority. <laughs> we're, under, we're under the majesty of God. What about you? Do you feel like you're on the edge of the wilderness, just about to go into somewhere that you do not know? John and Sally, they, they don't know what's going to, the weeks to come. Are gonna, they don't really know. They've planned the best they can. They don't know. And for you, where are you? Maybe you feel like I'm on the edge of the wilderness. But Jesus says, I'm your guide. I'm the way. Thomas says, how can we know the way? We don't even know where you're going. We don't know where you're going. We, how can we know the way? And Jesus says, I'm the way. I am the way. You don't know the way, but, but he does. Jesus is our light. Like the pillar of fire was a light. Jesus says, I am the light. I'm the light of the world. Where are you? You might be in a job that you're not really enjoying very much. You might be ageing. You might be young. You might be jobless. You might be a stay-at-home mum and you feel like you're crawling up the walls. You might be a lot of things. But, but if, you have, if you've got the blood of the lamb on your doorposts of your life and you've been set free, then you are on a journey. And this pillar of fire will not leave you. By day or not, not by night, sure, we lose glimpses. And we need our faith renewed, don't I also, day by day. But he is going with us. Maybe you know the Lord is calling you to step out. Maybe there's someone here and you know the Lord is actually putting it on your heart for you to step out. You know that the cloud is lifting for you. You know it's time. To move for God's glory and for his name. You've been settled for a long time, but now it's time to move. He will not leave you. He will remain with you. So I'm encouraging us this morning, each one of us, to look again to this God who is faithful. He will never, ever leave us. Look to his majesty and his grace. He's the true pillar of fire and pillar of cloud. Our job is to trust him, know him, and to stay near him. And he will be the one that brings us to that promised land.